Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in the epilogue for Dearest Ones, the letters that Stanley wrote to his family throughout the war. It's late May of 1944. Stanley has been training hard and often out of the Columbia Army Air Base in South Carolina. He writes to his family on May 30th, 1944. Dearest ones, just a line to let you know I'm fine and thinking of you. It was terribly hot today, and at this point I'm completely worn out. All the whiskey I've had lately is coming out in sweat but good. I've been flying consistently, as could be expected since we were gone so long. Yesterday morning it was a bombing mission, and last night it was a cross-country. This afternoon we flew two bombing missions, and if I do say so myself, it was a very good bombing. On my very first bomb, I hit the shack, the first one I've had since bombing school. My pilot was pretty proud of me. I received a swell knife from Lena and Dodie. It is exactly what I wanted to carry overseas with me. They surely have been sweet to me. We'll close now as I'm awfully sleepy. Keep well and write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley knows that things are happening. He's busy flying, trying to squeeze in the requisite missions. He knows guys are getting ready to ship out and understands that his guys are held back because they had that long diversion to Omaha in St. Louis. And he begins a series of letters to his father in early June. Dear Dad, I hope this finds you well and not too lonesome. I suppose you're at the club tonight, so I wish you lots of good luck. Finally, I have a little news for you. I had a long talk with the captain today, and what he had to tell me can be considered as reliable and not just another rumor. I have been alerted for shipment with my crew on June 15th. However, even this isn't definite because we are only on the orders as a spare crew. That is, we're substitutes in case a crew is taken off orders. Otherwise, we won't leave. So it's still neither here nor there. It isn't definite whether I will leave or stay here. There's no telling what might happen. The Army is so unpredictable. An order just came out that says this will be the last shipment on which bombardiers will be included. From now on, they will only send celestial navigation men for work on the B-25. The bombardiers are being taken off crews right now. Sherry was taken off shipment and already replaced with a celestial man. Now he and the others will be sent to a B-26 base, probably Barksdale Field. So if I don't leave the 15th, I'll go to a B-26 also. I'm not at all happy about this because I like my crew very much and would hate to leave them. Consequently, I want to leave the 15th. 
I haven't flown for the past two days. My pilot has been grounded because of a cold in his back. Last night I had dinner with he and his wife at their house. He has a sweet and pretty wife, and she's a good cook. We had steak and french fries, so I enjoyed it very much. I'm waiting to hear from you. Please drop me a few lines and keep well. Love to Ida. All my love, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King, does his usual good job of trying to dial back on his anxiety so that his folks won't worry too much about what's going to happen and where his next assignment will be. And quickly there comes a chance where he may be able to fly to Chicago on a mission because that's where a crew is headed. And this is exciting news, of course, because his mother is already there and he would like his dad to know what's going on and maybe he could join them in Chicago. Stanley, certain about this trip, sends a Western Union telegram to his sister. Mrs. Lee Bernstein at 425 Aldine Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. We'll arrive there sometime tonight. Wait for me at home. Stan. Unfortunately for the king and his family, that ride never happened. He writes to his father, Dear Dad, Mother wrote me that she called you upon receiving my wire, and I'm sure by this time you must know I didn't get there after all. It was almost definite that I would go up until the very last minute. I was to get a ride with another crew, only as a passenger. We were all set to go when the major called me back to tell me I couldn't go. Some big shot had a leave and wanted a ride home, so I was taken off. You can imagine my disappointment. I guess it was all too good to be true. I'll keep trying to get there, but of course I never know until the last minute. I wish I could let you know in advance, but that's impossible. I'll just have to hope for the best. Regardless of this, though, I think you should go up there next weekend. They are expecting you, and I'm sure you would enjoy yourself. I might get there at the last minute. There haven't been any new developments here, and nobody seems to know anything. The only thing I have to do is answer roll call once a day. Otherwise, I'm free to do as I please. I'm right back where I started from four months ago. I only hope it doesn't last too long, as it's beginning to get on my nerves. I would much rather be busy than idle. I'm still waiting to hear from you. Drop me a few lines. Keep well and don't get too lonesome. Love to Ida. All my love, Stan. Stanley sent the Western Union wire to his family on June 4th, 1944. And four years later, exactly to the day, on June 4th, 1948, I was born at Michael Reese Hospital in Chicago. The Silver King's uncertainty ends in mid-June, and he writes to his mother on Tuesday, June 12th, Mother Dearest, Please forgive me for not writing. I'm ashamed of myself because I haven't a good excuse. For the past week, with nothing to do, I've just been raising hell. 
I do hope you're all well and Richie has fully recovered from his operation. Thanks for sending the wire. Tonight I've been busy packing as tomorrow I hit the road again. Today I received orders to proceed immediately for Barksdale Field at Shreveport. It's what I've been hoping for, and now that it has come, I'm really happy. It means I will get a B-26 and go to the European Theater of Operations. Everything surely happens for the best. Of course, I haven't any idea as to how long I will be there because I know nothing about the training. It's now that I wish I had a car. I've got so much junk. I haven't room for it all. It will cost me a fortune to ship it all by express. I haven't had time to check on the trains, but I can imagine what it will be. I'll probably get there in about a week. I'll write as soon as I arrive. Tomorrow is your anniversary, and my heartiest congratulations are yours. I wish you many, many more, with each succeeding being happier. I only regret I can't be with you to celebrate. Next year, we'll have a real party. I don't know if Dad is there with you. In any event, give him the news of my transfer. Have lots of fun and keep well. My love to all. I love you and miss you, Stan. So now the Silver King's plans and dreams have changed again. He's received word to pack and get ready for a transfer to Barksdale Army Air Base at Shreveport, Louisiana. At the moment, it's a replacement depot, and he will begin training on the B-26, the Martin Marauder. And as the king packs for his train trip to Shreveport, we have reached the end of this epilogue for Dearest Ones, part 16. And you are listening to The Silver King's War. <laughs>